Hey guys, welcome back to the Far Better Podcast. Your host here, Michael Clark. And today we are talking about the church at Smyrna. Last week we talked about Smyrna was a church that was poor but rich. Today we're talking about they were tested but found faithful. Tested but faithful. In Revelation 2 and verse 10, we find several tests that we're told are employed by Satan to essentially get them off their game. These are tools that Satan can use to cause really the strongest of Christians just as the weakest of Christians to have troubles and trials. The first test is fear. Revelation 2.10 says, Do not fear. There's a lot of things that you and I can fear. We can fear missing out. We can fear being criticized. We can feel failure. We fear not being good enough. And all of those are found in the Christian life. For example, the fear of missing out. You ever see some of the worldly people and all of the quote-unquote fun that they get to have? You ever sit there and think, man, we're missing out. I don't get to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. I don't get to be involved in this or that. You had to have thought of it at least in some way or another. I think one of the easiest examples would be you see somebody who seems like they have a great time drinking. You see somebody who seems like they have a great time, you know, indulging in alcoholic beverages. And you have to wonder, I might be missing out. What about being criticized? You ever fear being criticized? I, I can't preach. Uh, people will make fun of me. I, I'll be criticized. No one will understand what I'm trying to say, and they won't like it, and they won't do anything with it, and it, it just it, 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 won't, it won't go well, so uh, I can't do it. Can't do it. Um, you don't know till you try, right? First time I ever got into the pulpit, I had been been a Christian for a few months, maybe at the most, and I had scripture reading, and my dad gave me a lengthy passage, and I confidently told him that I knew exactly. How to read that, I was going to do it great. There were going to be no problems. You know, let me read Psalm 119. I'll do it. Well, I got up and did not do a good job uh, because I messed up and ran away crying. <laughs> um, which was a great, you know, confidence booster for me at the time. Because I refused to get back in a pulpit for two years. 13 years old, finally got back in there. I paced the entire stage. Never looked at anybody. Never said anything to anybody. Just looked at my notes. Kept going. I can tell you, in ministry, I have sat there and feared being criticized. It's natural. 
to fear missing out, to fear criticism. What about failure? You ever feel fear failure? Yeah. I can't do this because I'll fail if I do. You know, Moses felt that way. Jeremiah did too. I'm too young. Can't do this. I won't be successful. I'll fail. You don't know till you try, right? Well, I'm not good enough. And in truth, there are people out there that that is, you know, their struggle. They worry about not being good enough. They worry about the struggles of trying to do X, Y, and Z, not being as good as the other person. I can't preach like he can. I can't read scripture like he can. I can't teach class like he can. I can't fill in the blank, right? How many Christians are not reaching their full potential because they're afraid? Don't fear. But the second test goes hand in hand with the first one. Because the text says, don't fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Jesus knew suffering was going to come their way. It's one of the devil's favorite tools to separate us from the Lord. There's never been a time where the devil has looked at someone and thought, you know, they shouldn't suffer. It was his favorite thing to do to Job. Suffering plagues us all in so many different ways and in so many different areas, but it it plagues us all. And I don't think it should surprise any of us, but it, it, in a lot of ways, is one of the number one reasons I think people end up leaving the faith, is they suffer. But remember, a suffering slain Savior has written to Smyrna saying, don't fear the things that you're about to suffer. You can do it. You can make it through. Discipline, making it to the end of the result that you're expecting is never easy. It's always difficult. It's always a struggle. Persevere. Test number three. Uh, (laughs) Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and have tribulation ten days. Imprisonment. Smyrna was about to have some immense problems on their hands. Things that they would not normally have expected or seen. But having them nonetheless. They're going to be thrown into prison to be tried and experience tribulation. And for most of the countries that we talk to that have a compassionate view towards religion. We don't understand this. I I don't understand it like I could. I don't. I I um, am glad that I don't, but I I don't understand suffering. 
in this regard of being imprisoned for what I believe. But jail time can certainly cause people to have pause about whether or not they really, truly want to follow God. And verse number 10 ends with this test. Death. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. It's interesting here, when you study the King James Version, it says, be thou faithful unto death. I don't want to get into a translation argument here, but the New King James is not perfect. The King James is not perfect. The New Living Translation is certainly not perfect. The ESV is not perfect. You can find problems with a lot of different translations. I will say that I don't love the way the King James translates verse 10 and that word unto. Because we've taken that and essentially turned it into the, the be faithful for the rest of our lives verse. That's, that's not what the context is talking about here. Though it certainly is applicable, Acts 2, 42 through 47, it's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about being faithful even if it means death. If somebody were to basically put out a decree, hint, hint, Daniel chapter 6, that says anybody who's faithful to God will be thrown into the lion's den. That's what we're talking about here. Be faithful until death. Be faithful to the point of death. Be faithful. Be faithful. Because the result of faithfulness is eternal life. We don't have to die twice. Uh, Back in 2012 and 2013, we had a popular adage going around, YOLO, you only live once. Well, physically speaking, that's true. You only live once. Don't die twice. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. It's available to anybody. We don't have to die twice. Anyone that desires to know the truth can. The Bible can be accessed in more ways than ever before. What stops anyone from obeying the gospel is themselves. And that shouldn't be the case for any of us. Lord willing, next week, we'll pick back up here with Smyrna. One of the churches that was given a a good report, but still a report that was given with a warning. We'll give our text takeaways for Smyrna, and then we'll be moving on to Pergamos. Until next week, let's remember to please God now so our eternity can be far better.